sun. <laughs> sun cut. Yeah. Like BT after midnight. The sun cut. Trying to walk in Milwaukee. You know, make the bucks. <laughs> the sun cut. They go to jewelry. Yeah. Experimenting an apocalyptic experience. Apologizing for death. Niggas ain't hearing it. But we seen the signs. We ain't say shit. I guess we in the mimes. It's some clown shit. I'm just a poor nigga with wisdom. One day you catch it. Supposed to eat with your dogs. But ain't nobody blessing. The food for life. The cops watching. We both sketched in. Don't be surprised when they throw a bone in your homie. Fetch it. You on your own, pal. Ain't no best friends. Ain't no true toys. Ain't no new bins. Ain't no family trips. That's where we follow trends. Ain't no love in the town. That's where the hate blends. The cops ain't after helping. They just apprehend. Error of application. The robots are men. Error of conversations. Even if arguing, we rough around the edges. Even when dropping gems. It's uncut. It's uncut. Yeah. It's that mixtape, man. Uncut gems mixtape. Shout out to the homies, man. Free the homies, man. Salutations, salutations. You have just pressed play on the Uncut Gems mixtape, your favorite podcast. I am Rolex Ryan, a.k.a. Ryan Humor, and I am here with my esteemed co-host. Yo, man, you should already know who it is because it can't be nobody else. But if you don't know, man, it's about Dell time. We live and direct. Hey, man, peace, King. Peace, King. How has your weekend been, good brother? Let me know more about it. My weekend's been, it's been good. I mean, it's low-key just starting off. You know, things have, you know, it's been going well. Man, I had an incredible lunch with Marcus King. So, you know, we met in. You know, he told me how funny I am. You know, That's what he said? Yeah, you know how it was. He dapped me up. Like, yes, my man's in there. You know what I'm saying? We was talking about some old stuff that happened in Oakland. Because, you know, he from Oakland, too. Oh, because y'all, because you grew up with him, even though he older than you. I mean, I didn't grow up with him. But, like, we know the same people. Yeah, y'all was talking about things that happened in the town. Like, somebody kidnapping your whole football team. I feel that, man. I can see how <laughs> I can see how that's something that y'all could definitely vibe on. I know you wasn't going to ask me how my weekend was because, I mean, we did go to the same lunch. Even though the vibe wasn't quite the same because I'm from the city. You know, 900 Jamestown. But everybody from the town think that's the best place in the world in the Bay. Which, you know, that's understandable. It's like a sibling rivalry, if you will. Which is all good. It's all good. It's all good. Delbra, I have a question for you. I have a question for you. I, I, now, the last time I asked you this a while ago, man, you definitely like kind of shot down my dreams and hopes of this other career I wanted to go into. So I wanted to ask you now, have you changed your mind as far as whether or not if I made a vaccine, if you would take it? Would you take my vaccine that I just made? No, I'm not fucking with your vaccine. Okay, bro. so here's my question then. No. Why are you going to take the vaccine about to drop in a couple days? Because Pfizer just said that they have who, a... Who is that? Pfizer, who, who, who? They're, a pharmace- the they're a pharmaceutical company. Huh? The water? What water? Not Designy. Pfizer. But I don't fuck with them. Look, bro, they just said that they got, a, they got a vaccine that's 90% effective, bro. I don't think... Look, you, you be around science people. You know, a few, I, I know I'm a scientist, bro. You know a few niggas. Bro, by, I know, you know mad scientists. No, you know a few niggas by acquaintance. Bro, I'm a, I'm, you, can, you know a few niggas by acquaintance. Like they, if they bumped into you, they'd just be like, you would have to give a whole... Description of how y'all knew each other. Remember, I'm the one that got you the job. 
that you currently work bruh, with? I know, like, that's bruh, how I would have been I know mad scientists. Not like mad scientists, like the mad hatter. You I know, know like mad scientists. You're right, right. bro. Anyway, you're tell right. your story. Fine. You're right. Would you take the vaccine they're about to make? Because you said you, you're you not going to take one made from a black man. Is it a Republican that's making it? So here's the thing, bro. The interesting thing about it is that uh, Trump is accusing this particular company of holding off this cure until he was out of office. So he's trying to say Pfizer was Pfizer being had it, but they didn't want to give me credit under my presidency. <laughs> even though he's trying to say he's even though he's trying to say he didn't lose the election, he's admitting he's no longer president by saying they didn't want to admit it under me. And it's kind of like when Kawhi was on the Spurs, like my my foot hurt, my right. foot being hurt, I want to play for them, my foot hurt. And then you go to Toronto and win eighty two games <laughs> straight and slap the Warriors and get on a song with Drake, but he was hurt. So, but he just didn't want to play for the Spurs. Popovich and them, right. they don't listen to rap music. So turns out that's what Trump is saying that they, that Pfizer deal, like they was holding back on their talent under his presidency. So Pfizer made it; they're in charge of Viagra. That was one of the racing jackets you used to have when we all had racing jackets. You had a Pfizer jacket, huh? You had a Pfizer jacket or not? No, 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 no. I didn't have a Pfizer jacket. I think I had an M&M jacket. Okay, okay. Well, a Pfizer was a, one of the racing jackets that was every... It was only seven racing jackets that everybody had. Pfizer was one of them. I had a UPS jacket because that was the one that was 50% off in the mall. Anyway, listen. <laughs> Pfizer made a vaccine. They famous for making Viagra by accident because it's making, trying to make heart medicine. But are you going to take their vaccine? No. Bro, 240,000 people have died. From taking it? No. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, man, from the va- from from COVID, bro. COVID is back. In case you didn't know, just recently, like counties been like rolling back. They lock. You know what it's like for me? It's like the first route of Playstations when they come out, right? <laughs> you don't buy the first route. You see how it worked with everybody else. You check the reviews. You see how things been going. If things been going all right with the PlayStation, <laughs> then you go out and buy on the next batch because then they usually already fixed all the bugs. Because that's usually what Sony doing. They looking on to what's going on. I ain't trying to be the test rapper. That's what I'm saying. I don't think they made no cure that fast. Okay. Okay. Cool. So I don't you, think they got no vaccine in storage, man. You don't think it's that? You don't I think, think? I think. I think this can be a play too. This is what I think can, this can be. This could possibly be a play into where it looks as though the Democrats are doing are <laughs> are doing things like it, it, it's a play onto where it looks like. Maybe even the Democrats are playing like, hey, look, we're going to have something solved just to even get just to even get Trump a little bit more shook on his end. I feel like that's a good theory. My only issue, not, not like the, my only issue with it, but I think my thing with that theory is that whatever happens under your presidency is still whatever happens under your presidency is still your responsibility, though. Feel me? So like even though once he when he hands over the torch or gives the keys back and moves out, that's like January, February. So if they drop it, if they drop the vaccine, people can start going to work. That still happened under his presidency. Okay. So you get the whole year to like get credit for stuff. So if it was really on some stuff where they want to make him look bad, I feel like they would genuinely wait until he was literally like, here, Biden. Hey, bro. Hey, Biden. By the way, we just dropped this. Uh, we dropped this this medicine. Uh, we dropped the vaccine. What's y'all? We Pfizer. What's Pfizer? Bro, we make the Viagra, bro. We got this new vaccine. Wait, 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 wait. Biden be like, wait, 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 wait. Will the vaccine block me from getting COVID and give me hard dick? <laughs> and then Pfizer be like, well, you already know. We're trying to bring it back. We already you. know. He's Biden's like, oh, so no COVID? No COVID and more draws? Hey, you know what? No COVID, more coochie, more you know life. Funny about that? You know what's funny about that? Tell me more. Because through COVID, it's probably a lot of niggas who living with their girl right now who getting way more ass than they usually would. Niggas is getting so much ass at this moment, and it's because niggas ain't got nothing to do. Yeah. 
Nigga, yeah. <laughs> it ain't nothing to do. Ain't no, ain't no, ain't no sports plan. That's why, especially when sports went playing, niggas was probably putting in five hours of work. Niggas was probably getting in, <laughs> taking that, go back in on it. When I'm tired of this shit. <laughs> I think that's why it's, it's gonna, it's gonna be. Go ahead. But I was gonna say now it's probably at a moment that we done got into this point where we so deep in COVID. Niggas is just like fuck it, bro. I don't even want to do it no more. I would think so. I would so, think. I would know, think it would definitely. I would think the they're not, trying to cure two problems. They are. You. You know it makes sense because it's probably women like I'm tired of my man being tired of being tired of fucking all the time. You know niggas are walking. I'm tired. How you tired? You won't even gotta go to work no more. <laughs> it's like it's like raggedy. It's even gotten to the point where like I feel like there's a lot of a lot of like side relationship that suffered during COVID because. For raggedy, for like raggedy boyfriend, like little Earl, at one point he was trying to like have his like girlfriend inside, but situation survive. Right. There's only so much you can do during quarantine. Where it's like, bro, I'm tired of cheating. Like you probably, it's probably people that's like in better relationships and cyber just got dropped because they just like, man, I'm, it's not worth me buying hella masks. I'm gonna challenge that. I actually think a lot of polygamy shit has been going on. Oh, like niggas, the side bitches been moving in. They just been moving them in. Hey, just come on, man. We was already. I already know you been fucking Rachel. Don't bring her on over. That'd we might good. as well just go ahead and fuck her together. <laughs> Polygamy has been going wild in 2020, fam. <laughs> it's been getting wild. Zombie bitches having hella polygamy sex. It's getting crazy. I mean, I, I, if this is the end of the world, you know I'm pro-zombie life. Like, I'm pro I'm about to have nine, ten different zombies. And if they beef, then they just beef. It's all good. It's fine. This is the thing I'm concerned about is this new lockdown situation. Like you said, it could be a real issue. Um... Some states are talking about re- doing new lockdowns. We got some counties in California that have been locked down. Contra Costa, Sacramento, about nine other counties. Wow. Do you feel like we're going back? Before you answer that, mm-hmm. I'm terrible at doing that, by the way. I ask you questions and I give you more of an answer. I love to do that. I love doing that. Just because just, you give me you a get look. You're ready for my answer. You're me ready. Like, you, you give me a look like some easy shit. Like, is LeBron good? Well, listen, <laughs> would LeBron be good if he had three legs? <laughs> <laughs> and he had a Siamese twin out of his neck, but he was 7'9". Like, now nah, I'm going to add more because you look like you was ready. I don't like that. <laughs> Trump says during my administration, because he finally spoke. He won't hold the L, but he was like, under my administration, we won't be doing any other lockdown. So not only will he not really acknowledge that these people have made this vaccine, but he also doesn't want to do another lockdown. Meanwhile, other states are locking, locking down their counties. Are things about to get worse now? I do believe that it is. However, this is my this is just my thought. Now I ain't no scientist, and my daddy was a crackhead. No, I'm joking. I was, I'm the, a scientist. <laughs> no, but but I my, my parents were no scientists, basically though. But listen, I'll confirm your theory. I'll, I'm a scientist. I think this. I think this. I think that due to the fact that it's about to run in the cold season, it's gonna really make it hard for people to identify what is COVID and what is just a normal cold. So in order to say, fuck it, let's just make sure that if a nigga goes, no, nigga, it's just a regular cold. Because niggas ain't going to admit that it's a regular cold. Nigga see a bump on his dick and no, nah, they ain't herpes. Like, nigga, no, I was, you know, stuff. Like, like so yeah. niggas ain't going to never admit to nothing. Right. So I feel like instead of just doing that, they're just saying, let's just run it all the way back. Yeah. And then this way we get through the cold season and then we could just get back to, to, to life being normal. And then the rainbow can come out and then you got Biden as your new president and it looked like everything was good under Biden. Oh, you think you think it's really people just sitting back like holding this dope, holding this dope, holding a good dope. <laughs> and they handing out the step throwing shit right now, just making sure we get through whatever. And I then think, after that. No, I think. No, I think. I think. I just think. I think this is just a more of a ploy from government to say. Look, 
it's more likely that germs are going to be spread faster in the cold season, especially if people are out trying to do Christmas stuff, trying to do Thanksgiving stuff, coughing and sneezing, because now this is more the this is the time of year when most people get sick. Yeah, got it. So when it's just the fact that most people are more likely to get sick, you can't you can't cipher if that is COVID or just a normal cold. Got so it. instead of going ahead and running this whole thing of like, yo, let's try to figure this out. Yeah. Just lock everybody the fuck up. So niggas could just be sick at home. Yeah. And you already two week quarantine because you locked up anyway. So now you kind of got to figure that out. Nah, you do make sense. I think that's that's a good look because they ask, what they say is that the reason the cold season spreads more in the winter is because people are bundled up, but they still have to leave. Right. So versus, you would think it would spread more in the summer during travel, but the thing is, because of herd immunity, there's some, because there's flus during the summer, but during herd immunity, so many people are traveling and then they're within herds that don't, can't get the flu and things like that. However, when you're in an office, everybody cough, cough, cough. Then you go home, everybody cough, 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 cough. No one's leaving the house, right? right. So on, during winter break, everyone's there just spreading the sickness. And after, after that, Dad got sick. All the kids got sick. The mom's sick because they all there for Christmas break. Right. Then during the winter, everybody go back to work. Then nobody's really leaving the office to go outside and eat. So we all coughing all together. So that's why they say that it spreads faster in the winter, not because of the temperature that's outside and not because the sun kills COVID, as they said. It's because of how incubated we are and then where we locate to to just be more incubated and spread those actual coats. So I do think you're right. It's, it's a lot like your hypothesis during July when you said they're going to lock down after the 4th. They're going to let everybody go out here and get sick because you can't lock nobody down for the 4th of July. And then during like July 3rd, they're like, hey, look, close California again. So everybody get they get out their system, barbecue, do what they need to do, then lock this back down in January. So right. I think you're definitely on to something. Yeah, I definitely I definitely think so. It's, it's some interesting transitions during Trump's America, Trump's old America, and people transitioning. Before I get into what what's wild about the transition of Trump's America is I want to say people been doing stuff that they will probably be doing when Trump was in power versus when he fell off. Like this lady apparently went to Chick-fil-A pretending to be the feds, right? To get free chicken. And she's like, yo, I work for the feds. Now they say this just happened. They didn't say she's been doing a lot, but I think the last four years she's been showing up like, look, I'm the feds. I'm fed Karen. I'm fed Karen. And they was like, we know she ain't. They was like, we know she ain't the feds. But she can't say nothing. It's Trump's America. She got MAGA hat. MAGA hat. She, she rock with MAGA. We can't do nothing about it. But then when he lost, it was like, listen, bitch, we know you don't work for the feds. We know you don't. We know you don't work for the feds. And then she forgot she wasn't the feds. And she got she got Denzel. King Kong, he got shit on me. First off, you're driving a minivan that say soccer mom. Best one soccer mom. My kid is an honor student. Ain't nobody in the feds driving no damn minivan that look like that. Fuck here, Ain't nobody in the feds doing that. Nobody in the feds. <laughs> you came in here one time with rollers in your hair. Talking about you was the feds. Right. Right. I seen you. I seen you. I seen you get dropped off by Big Pooh one day. Right. I seen that. I seen you ain't the feds. Like we know damn well if you was the feds, why would you come in here and use your you <laughs> use your damn? Because look, if you were the feds, right, you can go to any restaurant. Yeah, anywhere. In flex. Yeah. Hey. I want flamingon. Yeah. This motherfucker. I want lobster. Yeah. This motherfucker. Why would you go to Chick-fil-A in Flex? Because the first, this is what happened. The first time she was like, it's Trump's America. I'm going to do what I want to do. Because, you know, this is the rise of the Karens, the barbecue Beckys, and the, right. and the, the bird-watching Barbaras. You know, this is a rise. And the first, first place she tried was Chick-fil-A. I was like, hey, uh, I'm the feds. Man, the bitch. 
You're like, okay, take whatever you want, you know, because you know how you know. That's how, probably how that's probably how Trump America do feel though, right? Like they probably really feel like they the feds. Like they could just do whatever the fuck. Exactly. They and do. then she went to for Chick-fil-A and was like, oh, I'm gonna run it once. But she was like, This motherfucking Chick-fil-A is delicious. Because she may be like me, she may be a non-believer in the fillet of the chick. But when in there and was like, you know what, this is really popping like that. You think she would have got away with that shit at Popeyes? You know what? Honestly, depending on the time within the four years, I wanna say within within the first year, yes. And then as like this shit has progressed, no. Fuck no. Especially especially when the sand, especially when the sandwich dropped. Cause they was it was working so hard to make those sandwiches, it was like, it show us some ID. We're not making one for you. <laughs> We're not making also, one. I think, I think there's a different level of customer service experience from Chick-fil-A to Popeye's, right? So what I mean by that is, is when you go to Chick-fil-A, they want to give you extra sauce. Yeah, they yeah. want you to really endure this fucking experience at Chick-fil-A. Yeah, yeah. They want you to say... I love Chick-fil-A, five-star rating every time. Yeah. They, hey, sir, how you doing? And, yeah. and, and the thing that kills me, right, they both red shirt. Yeah. So, so, right? So then, but Popeye's, you don't give no fucks. Right. They ask you your name. Hey, what's your name? Your name is Rolex Jamal. Hey, two-piece ready. You the only nigga in there. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. these niggas up there, hey, they don't give you no extra sauce. Right. You got to ask the niggas, and if you ask them, they give you one pack. And they, you ordered a six-piece. <laughs> you, you know what? You know why I don't You know why I don't necessarily mind, like, Popeye's not being an extra outstanding customer service? Because I'm more of, like, a purist of my service when it comes to places that are fast food, basically. Okay. If it's hella good, I really don't care how you treat me. But like, I'm, it's hell. It, the first time I had a Popeye sandwich, it was for shit. And then my homies, Rick Rock and Obi-Wan, was like, bro, no, you got to go again because you wildin'. Did you get the spicy one? Yes. Okay. Fire. It was so fire. It's but different. The, thing, the thing is, bro, like, when it comes to these MAGA people, that's not the most ridiculous thing that they've done. Tell but, me more. Bro, these people had, um, these people, they tried to orchestrate. A million MAGA march. Did they really get a million? Mil they, well, you know what? So here's the thing. According to Trump said there was hundreds of thousands. So hundreds of thousands could be, you know, anywhere from like 300,000 to like 900,000. But the way Trump lied, if it was 900,000, he would have said 6 billion people were there. <laughs> so I don't even got to, before I even checked the numbers, I knew he was lying, right? I was like, okay, well, if Trump says hundreds of thousands. That means it might've been 67 people there. <laughs> But turns out they did. I right. they did. It was, it was tens of thousands, which you know could be that could be anywhere from eleven thousand. That could be anywhere from twenty one thousand people to fifty. Damn. So they they they, they showed out, huh? I mean, I guess they showed up and showed out. But the thing you know, what gets me about that situation is like they. You see the thing, you see the shirt all the time, which is really clever. They love our rhythm but hate our blues, and I just think it's interesting how y'all didn't like. Our George Floyd demonstration, but y'all gonna try to demonstrate in Georgia. I don't, I don't see how even the Million Maga March was in DC, but you know, it's right. the vote, stop killing the vote, you know. But y'all yeah. trying to organize like us and do what y'all need to do. And y'all don't like, y'all don't like the rhythm, y'all don't like the blues, but love the rhythm, and y'all can't even execute correctly because y'all gonna call it Million Maga March and have tens of thousands of people show up. It's no, not sexy. They shit don't even be looking the same. They should be looking like it's it's Veterans Day. It looked like they was out there celebrating Veterans Day. <laughs> like they was out there. They shit don't even look the same. It's looking like the people that's just, just supporting the troops out there. You know what? You're right. I think that that's 
That's the problem, right? That's the problem when you love the rhythm but don't understand the blues right. because you're unable to coordinate the hue of the blues. No pun intended. What I mean by that is when you see a demonstration that we do, you can tell there is pain based on what's being demonstrated. We got dope shirts. We got a lower earth tone color, if you will. Y'all out here waving flags like y'all won. If you put the thing on mute, it's like, oh, Trump won? Oh, that's what's up, buddy. It's cool. That's why y'all didn't have nobody show up. Because we a million mega marks. <laughs> oh, we won? She discussed with someone watching on TV. No, it was a protest. Right. No, y'all don't even know. Y'all can't even organize shit right. <laughs> y'all raggedy as hell. What got me was outstanding to me is that, bro, you know who organized it was Women for America First. Right. Those are the ones that... That sound like an organization that come underneath. That, that sounds like a, a sub-chapter of, of MAGA. Make America really? Great. It's that like women for America first. Oh, you know you're right when you read it like that. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm reading it like I'm reading it like positively, like like woman woman of America, right? But it's women for America first, but still woman last though. Right. Basically, like right. we don't want to step on our husband's shoes. Yeah. yeah. Woman for America first, like America, America, America over Africa, over <laughs> India, over everything. But we still gonna be last and be grabbed by, the, you know, so. You're right. That name sucks. <laughs> it definitely sucks. That's why they couldn't only get about 10. They was like, I don't know about this. <laughs> That's why I was wondering about the numbers. I was like, I was like, half the half the country voted for him. Like got over right. 70 million votes. So how you only get tens of thousands? Woman for America first. Nah, I'm not oh, gonna go. I'm it's a wrap for me, dog. Uh, it's a wrap for me, dog. And then actually the crazy thing about it is, is low-key, it sounds like something that that particular crowd would probably not want to be a part of. It low-key sounds very a lesbian. It sounds like some very LQGB type of thing. Women for America First. It sounds like the Republican version for that community. Yeah, I, I see I see how you would rock that way, primarily because that the right side just don't let them in. Right. And that would be like they're very like, we, we break the rules over here. Like <laughs> yeah. when my husband told me to come home, I'll come home at seven. Like, like it's not like like I don't know if I want to support that. Like, like, yeah, they don't say like they might as well just came out MAGA they might as well just came out and said MAGA women. Yeah, yeah. That like, they might as well because America I, for uh, uh, American women for MAGA. That's I I kinda feel like first. MAGA first. They might as well just came on and said MAGA first. Might as well. Might as well. Or or like, or just, it could have just been better. You could have let somebody, but the way it looks, that's why you're going to have a whole bunch of people go. It's like this. If half the country lost, the election was like, man, we got to figure something out. And the group is called Women for America First. It's like, no, I don't want to go, man. Y'all, that name is kind of wild. It's like this. If you're playing against the Warriors, right? And Steph Curry hit a three, but the timer it didn't look right. It felt like he didn't get it off in time. But the ball, the ball went through the net. Everybody rushed to court. You're like, bro, I'm protesting that shit. You're like, what are we going to call it? We're going to call the group Death to Steph. We finna kill stuff three? Yeah, just Death to Steph. Feel me? Let's just, nah. No, I, don't, I don't see. The thing I is, roll, I can't dog. roll, dog. I, I like your movement, but Death to Steph, yeah. Death to that nigga, bro. Like, oh, mom. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not for that. I don't really want to do it. Speaking of, I mean, speaking of like, Light skin greatness. Okay. Um, let's shout out, finally shout out, the vice president-elect, Kamala Harris. Yes, yes. Long time coming. My question to you, man, obviously she's, there's people that aren't that happy with her particular selection, you know, like you, but my question is, you as someone of mixed origin, 
strong black man. Hey. My question to you is, how do you feel when people tell you how to be a mixed race person? The reason I ask is when it comes to Kamala, I can see how the Asian community as a continent would be more Indian Asian, but you know, for political correctness, would be feel like left out by like that part not solely being represented. Okay. Or even with Tiger Woods was vocal about him being part Asian and Barack Obama do like white people do white people get credit for Barack Obama being a half white person. Right. How but people say there's people that are full that say, hey, you need to make sure that you acknowledge your other minority side. Mm. Right? And my and it's weird because uh, I have friends I mean, like yourself and probably that didn't grow up in the same areas as you that grew up other places and they're mixed race. And they're often told by people that aren't mixed race how how they're supposed to act, Mm. like who they should relate to, how they should act, what parent they should talk about. And it kind of on my end, it sounds like men making abortion laws. Like you don't you can't grow a baby like it it, kind of hurts. Does that something you've dealt with? How do you feel about that? Um, You know, I think for me, um, Yes, yes, I, yes. I've I've had people try to tell me how how to like how to manage my life, right? Like you need to act this way. You need to be more black. You need to you know. And then there's times where it's like, well, you need to you need to. I I don't think because I I'm not I haven't made anywhere yet, right? Like what I mean by that is is I'm not on a big stage. Like I'm not the vice president. I'm not I'm not out here winning a ton of PGA tours. You know, I didn't get a masters or anything like that in golf. So now when you're, see, when you're just a regular Joe mixed person, none of that shit matters because it's a bunch of motherfuckers that's mixed around here. It only matters when you become somebody great. Now, all of a sudden, no, 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 because, because we also need that representation too. So, and and, and see, the thing is, is I, I, because when you're in the, when you're in your everyday life, you identify whatever you identify as whatever cultural or whatever type of uh, environment environment that you grow around so let's just say this right like let's say you have a Vietnamese and black black child now let's just say that child is looks particularly black right people are going to know that, that child is black but if that child happens to grow up with it's still with his Vietnamese parent and happens to live in that culture, that child is going to identify as someone as being Vietnamese. Right, right. And then so, and, and sometimes, see, the greatness about being black is this, though. See, when you do have some kind of black in you and you come from somewhere, and when you come from somewhere else where it's a cultural difference in that, in that, in that, in that arising of yours, right. the black community immediately wants to accept you, too. Right. They'll want to accept you regardless, right? And, um, and it feels good because we're already the underdog. So when you are able to say, yes, I am representing the underdog too, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It it enlightens you too. In some a lot of cases, a lot of these people who actually make it from these from these who are these biracial children that eventually make it to a big time, they don't really even learn sometimes about maybe one of their sides until they're actually in the limelight where they start getting more acknowledgement of their other side. Right, right. Because it's a lot of people who do that. Right. You know, they grow up a whole entire time, they've been black. Right, they've right. just been the mixed kid that's been black. They might, they might even be Rico. He don't even know that he mixed with something. Right, you know what right. I mean? And he, you know, been black his whole time. But then he gets big and people start saying, well, what is he? Because like, we know he's mixed. It's like Bruno Mars. 
A lot yeah. of people were so, you know, so it's not, oh, Bruno Mars is Puerto Rican and Filipino? Oh, my God. Like, yeah. we got to rap him. We got to buy everything. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Or somebody like um, the young woman that just won, uh, that just beat Serena Williams. Okay. Um, yeah, like her. Like, uh, the, uh, the, yeah. the Haitian and Japanese girl? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Got it. Got it. Um, for her. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it, she, she has that, she's had that, that con- not controversy, but have that pressure as well. And for yeah. her... Like even in in, in in big shout out to her because she's one of those people, those young people that really impresses me. Because yes, Naomi, uh, uh, and so yeah, with Naomi, I'm not gonna try to mess up what mess up this young. It's Naomi Osaka. Osaka. That's what. Shout out Naomi Osaka. Yeah, but I it's big up to her because she's one of them young ladies who really impressed me. You know, seeing her go to these tournaments with masks that say you know. You know what I'm saying? That that man that makes statement about Breonna Taylor, about all, right. all of the killings that have been happening, and and of course she dates one of the young and up and coming uh, cats, uh, Corday, who I really enjoy his music and and I like the kind of moves that they making as a power couple. So right. yeah, big shouts out to her, and because she definitely embodies both of her cultures. Right, right. She she embodies both of that, and somebody like um her who is you know Filipino and black, and her being from the Bay. You know what I'm saying? Vallejo, and, and, and as a matter of fact, she really identifies that Bay Area culture, and it and it also embodies that Filipino Bay Area, and also that Black Bay Area. So it's like it's a very like different vibe. So it's beautiful when you are able to see it. Absolutely, you know, contrast together. Yeah. But but man, yeah, I mean, I think you don't really deal with it until you're in the limelight. On what your other races is. Got it. So I think that when you're growing up, it's like, oh, you're handsome, you're cute, you're biracial. You get all the benefits. For it. <laughs> right, right. Honestly, when you, when when you're young and it's it's all the benefits, it doesn't become a problem to you making it. And then now everyone wants you to address what you what they see you as. Right. It's right. kind of like I heard something today. You know, you care too much about what everybody else is thinking. I feel like that's what kind of happens in the game, right? Like, it's kind of like when you drive in a car. You drive a nice car because you care about what everybody else sees you driving. Right, right. Right? Sometimes it's like for certain people, you know, they they have to, like, now show that they're extra black. Or they have to show that they're extra into this Asian yeah. culture because now everybody's watching. And they need everybody to know that they have some type of relation or some type of connection to this. Yeah, yeah. yeah so. Absolutely. I think... That's a great point because when you say it doesn't matter until you start popping, right? right? Like they don't be like, yo, you got to do this because you start popping. But the thing that is interesting to me, as as a lot of us do understand about marketing, is that they're going to give us what we think we want to hear. So to make it somewhere to be a VP elect, if the Democratic Party feels like, yo, we can market her as black because she's literally black, then people online be like, she never claimed on her black side before. If that were the case, if that was, let's say if it was, she's not not black. Right. You're still not not black. Exactly. Because the thing when it comes to Kamala Harris, my thing is this may be like a very elementary understanding for me. Because when I have a, regardless of my color, I've been around friends that were the same color as white people. But the way their hair looked and their nose looked, I've seen them treated like me in Marin County. Seen them. So my, my very elementary understanding is this. Rosa Parks and Kamala Harris, God bless her, God bless the dead Rosa Parks. Rosa Parks and Kamala Harris are about the same color. So in that time, Kamala Harris was on the back of the bus. Right. And, and, so, and, so no, so and, and no matter how you move, you're treated that way. So people like, I've never seen a picture of her in the, in the dashiki or one of Kufi. She, she said you listen to Tupac in, at this school, but that the chronology makes sense. She's been treated like a black person times when you don't even know. Right. 
I, I, I love to add to your point to that because I wanted to say, you know, what's funny is, is the thing about black community is this, right? Like, we don't ever basically exile you no matter how much black you have in you. If you have some black in you, we're going to accept you being black. Yeah, yeah. However, in other communities, they may exile you because you have black facts, in you. Facts. So then they only want to celebrate you when you finally make it to the top. Facts. So then it's like, oh, now we got something to celebrate because you're somebody and we got and, and we have very minimal representation in that. Field. Yeah. So we need to we need to now put our backs on you. Yeah. And now you also have to show us love because we're gonna buy your records and do everything for you. <laughs> right. So it's like it's, it, it's, it's a very give and take situation. Facts. Like so, a bit like Drake, Drake has that track, uh is that on resistance when he says I'm not black enough? Or yeah. I've been called a total not black enough. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so that's great. I've I've never heard that broken down so well. It's fine when you're younger, you get all the benefits. When you get popping, they're like, we want some too. Yeah. That's a great way to put it. I'm glad I asked you that question. I also think that uh, inherently, as far as us being the underdog, as I'm going to quote, I'm going to just paraphrase what Township would say when it comes to our trauma of being the underdog. That's why we're so accepting of anyone that is anywhere near out. Cause yeah, you go rock, you go rock. You you ain't got no choice. <laughs> like you you have to be like, so we're okay with like we we made oh, I wish I could do the Jay-Z line right now, but um we made these foods out of scraps. Right. So these are for lack oh, of that. better phrasing, yeah, yeah. we've taken what white people didn't want. Right. This kid is mixed. He's a black person. Bring him, put him, put Roll, him in the, he rolling with us. Put him in the barn. Right. We take these greens and this shit. We don't want this part of the meat. We don't want this part of the vegetable. Collard greens. Let us have that shit back. It's popping now. It's popping now. It's in every fusion type of restaurant right. you now can go to. Asian greens. Yeah. This shit oh. with sesame, with, with the sesame strings on the side. Like, this ain't, this ain't fusion. This is just our food. You like, you like this good. We got fusion cornbread. Nigga, this is cornbread with sriracha on it. This ain't no goddamn fusion. What are you talking about? You special fusion. With sriracha, that's just so terrible. This is this is braised pork, bro. This is a neck bone. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, what are you what are you doing, man? So, I feel like it's oh my god, I I, I love genuinely appreciate your breakdown on that, and I think that when it comes to our people, whether no matter how much we be in the background and like complaining about the representation we get, we get, I promise you. The most bitter person, one percent of them is like, I appreciate this shit. Right. I like, I like that we got one. You just want more. You just people would just be wanting more, but it's like we got one. I'm grateful because you have to be. Yeah. Because her being there is simply better for our representation Correct. than someone that's not. Because no matter how you feel about her or what the media tells you or what's been sold to you, she's not not black. Right. It's, it don't work that way. It's and, not. And, she's, and, she's, I'm sorry, though. She's not someone. She's not somebody who. This isn't whatever the Caucasian announcer you guys hate to death on Fox finding out that she's 2% Nigerian from, from Ancestry.com. Like, I'm one, see, I kind of feel the community because for me, I'm 2% Nigerian. No, 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 no. This person's real. Like, you have, we have pictures of the person that birthed them. Feel me? Like, so we have to accept her. Right. So, yeah, man. That's how I was about it. No, I, I, I love that. I just wanted to say, you know, the funny thing about this is, right? Has, if she's a black character on a particular type of law and order or some type of show and she's doing all of the same things that she was doing in her particular real life then she's a loved character 
because she's a strong black woman who was, and, and if they really were giving you the details of each of these criminal charges and what may have happened, you love her even when she makes mistakes. Right. However, right. because it's real life, now all of a sudden we want to attest that to say, oh my gosh, she's such a terrible person because right. you need a reason to make her look bad. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? But when she's a fictional character, we, we rejoice the fictional characters. So, so many different, so many different shows out there where they have this strong black lead female character where everyone loves her because she's a hard ass and she doesn't take no shit and she literally handles shit by the book and every now and then she makes a fuck up and everybody is you know what i'm saying empathetic to that fuck up that just happened with her but when it comes in to this real woman who now is able to be the vice president and give us some kind of enlightenment and make a role very successful for any young princess any young black princess that is out there right now who is, you know what I'm saying, having no chance to know where they want to go in life, they now have somebody that they can visually look up into and say, hey, I have that dream that if I wanted to be president, I now see that that can come true. That's an outstanding comparison, bro, because I, I, I know you're dibbling and dabbling in law and order. And I'm going to take this back for the old school people. I used to work with this, I used to work with this OG at Home Depot. And he had this joke. He was like, you watch Law and Order? He was, I was like, yeah, he's like, Jack McCoy give you 20 to life. That's all Jack McCoy will give you is 20 to life. Right. He's like, well, you know, with the bargain, we give you 20 to life. Like, bro, I stole a car. Well, you know, 20 to life. <laughs> could we deal? 20 to life. I don't know how y'all build so much dialogue on Jack McCoy saying 20 to life. But we, lo we like Jack McCoy because he's hard on crime. Right. Right. He's hard on crime. And that's the character. Now, if that was like, we got black. Oh, they, they finally made the, pro I haven't watched Law and Order in a minute, but I still, I don't know if there's a DA that's black yet. I can't think about it or not. I know in Blue Bloods with Tom Selleck, the DA, of, I think the DA is black, but I can't think the Law and Order that did it. Anyway, if we had that black like, character, we'd be like, damn, Law and Order had Jack McQueen, no, Jack Kamala Harris on there for 20 years. She had a great run. Yeah. That's hella good. But for the character, we love it because it seems like for entertainment, we can understand crime, like you said, the details of the case and so on and so forth. However, when we're sold, when we're sold the goods behind the scenes, like this person was hard on people that were the same color as her. She's not good for these people. In reality, she's a prosecutor. She's supposed to send people to jail. Right. And those are the cases that they're bringing her in the city at the time. Right. So it's not necessarily who she's prosecuting. It goes all the way back to where this crime is being, is being committed and why us as those people are in those particular locations. And it goes all the way, all the way back down the line. You can't necessarily blame someone for the way that they orchestrate within a system. It goes all the way to like Donald Trump being upset that by that Joe Biden got more mail-in ballots. Yeah. He's operating within the system he was given. Motherfucker, you could have had your people mail-in ballots, but you were scared of mail-in ballots. Now you say, they cheat, they, they doing too much. Now y'all out here doing tens of thousands of a, of a, of a mag a million mark. Tens of thousands. So it's, it's, so it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's so, 10 of y'all. So, <laughs> it's 10 in the thousand. Like, <laughs> if 1,010 people was there, 10, 10. And that was the time. The time to be there was 10, 10. Yeah, I saw him over there. You know what's funny about Trump, right? Is so, um, I don't know if you know about like recent news. You know, he, he has now um, switched who's going to actually be his, uh, his, his, his attorney. Through these, uh, through this electoral investigation, did he fire his attorney because no? Well, he well he so his first attorney that he picked out was uh, David David Bose, and um, uh, ironically, David Bose ended up catching COVID. So, and he wasn't really a lawyer anyway, but now he just hired uh, Rudy uh, Giuliani. Come on, bro. <laughs> See, here's the thing. I was, here's the thing, bro. Like, 
Trump stay hiring people that don't really do shit that like he need them to do. Like I was talking to Township today. Township was like Township was like no matter how no matter how good this doctor was at law, I wouldn't go to a doctor for lawyer advice. <laughs> but that's my boy. Trump love just dealing with his boys. And, and you know it's funny because it, it's like a joke with us. Like you that shit in the community, right, you right. like buy black. So Trump be like, I gotta buy white. Like I, I gotta buy. No, I gotta buy rich. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta buy rich. Like you gonna be the lawyer? You know, one of my boys. He kind of practice law. Like he fuck with me. Club. Who you get? He I got on the side. Who you get? I got Saul. Why you call Saul Trump? Cause you got hella bread right now. Fuck with oh, him. One He's, of my one of my boys make vaccine on the side. Like <laughs> he got hella bread though. Like he like just cause you got all it. It's like when football players invest in bad businesses because they got real like I know business for me, so I'm going to invest in the rubber chair company. For like, I'm thinking about it like. <laughs> I'm thinking about it like he in there making, you know how them old cats be getting cars and then they, they work on it? Yeah. Like that's how he in there making vaccine. He got some shit in some old garage in there some shit. Yeah, I've been working on it. It ain't really been kicking in. We need to change the transmission out here. That's the problem. That's And that's the problem when you hire people, people with too much money for their own good because rich people get too much money and think they're doing stuff they're not supposed to be doing. That's why Bloomberg ran for president and that's why Batman out here fighting crime with his old ass. Right. Keep your, get your, invest your money to fix the city, bro. Nobody needs your old ass out you're fighting people. I'm people trying get... to save that money, yo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to save that. So you, I'm going to go out here and go out. Like, this way, we ain't got to put all that money in. Y'all are getting stomped the fuck out by the scarecrow for no goddamn, oh. for no goddamn reason. You out here chilling. Make, he out here, like, really in the cut. Rich dude missing teeth in the cut with a with coverall, overalls on with no shirt under. Right. Barefoot. Making vaccines like moonshine. <laughs> Bro, I'm not taking your basement vaccine, bro. I'd rather drink Everclear oh, than take your moon, your moonshine vaccine. on vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> like, ain't nobody else make one. Trump, bro, Trump, I know they said that we can't work on vaccine till 2022 because they don't want no fight shit out there. But, bro, under the sink, though, look what I'm working on, nigga. Like, <laughs> look what I'm working on. Like, bro, this looks like recreational meth. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Why does it smell like heroin and boo-boo in here? But that's just, that's just the science, feel All me? All right, man, I'm going to go ahead and promote you, man. I'm going to run it, bro. You my nigga. Like, I fucked with you. You, you, you my wigger. How, how, how are you going to are you gonna distribute to the, to the common folk? They all get a briefcase. <laughs> Everybody. Get that briefcase when dudes show up. Shady Larry show up. Oh man, it's a dude. Funny. It's a dude named Limo Larry that also make vaccines on the side. And then he got this briefcase. You know, you show up with that magical briefcase. You open it up because you think it's important. He put the he put the numbers on the side. It's like six six six. And then you put you got a letter code on the side, two or three letters KKK. And then you unlock the thing off of your wrist. You know, it's on your wrist with the handcuff like right, James right. Bond. You open that shit up. You be like, be like the glow, like in Pulp Fiction. Wait, wait, wait. You think KKK niggas got some scientific shit like this? They're making vaccines like moonshine. Hell yeah. Exactly. Like moonshine. Yeah. I'm saying in an exact kind of I'm saying in the exact kind of environment that they was making moonshine in back in the time of yeah. prohibition. Let me tell you how let me tell you why. Because when you sell some shit to Trump, it gotta look dope. So after you've been working no, I don't think it does. No, after you've been working on it, when you show up to the White House, the White House gotta think that you official. Oh, okay. You can do whatever you want behind you can be in the garage with no <laughs> shoes on. Like niggas are just showing him prototypes that they didn't draw on their phone. Look. Yeah, no, when, <laughs> no, when he go when he go to the meeting, like, hey, send them over here. They're showing the picture, and it just be it just be hella beakers and shit, broken glass, broken, oh. not broken beakers, broken glass. <laughs> like <laughs> broken like window glass with like the tents still on it and shit. <laughs> <laughs> so when you walk into the thing, you got to be official. But you open up this briefcase, all it is is a bent spoon and a half-empty Bic lighter. Right. 
Oh my god. So you taking this vaccine for Christmas? No, I'm not fucking with that vaccine. Okay, listen. I'm gonna let you I'm gonna buy you some though. For Christmas? I'm gonna buy you some for Christmas. Let me tell you what I'd rather have you get me on Christmas. What? I want you to get me a subscription to NBA League Pass. Cause I heard the league is coming back on the 20th boy. Hey, you know they can't go without no Christmas basketball, man. That's, I heard they can't go without no Christmas basketball. They cannot do it. That's like that's like tradition. This is tradition. That's tradition. Let me let me tell you this though. I think I think I think I'm gonna sign up this year. I think I'm gonna sign up, bro. I did miss. I missed the you bubble. Missed a lot. I, I quit. I didn't want. I didn't want no parts of the bubble because I saw how they was gonna treat. How they was gonna treat my God, son LeBron. I saw they was gonna treat that man. I didn't appreciate it. I didn't appreciate it. It don't kill because this is. Skip Bayless was like, they gonna give him a plastic ring out of a cracker jack for this championship. It don't count that bubble championship. Ha <laughs> Nah, bro, you have to beat other people. But I think the dope thing about LeBron is you go back to back on that shit. You win a bubble one and the seventy two game one. You in there. You right. in there. My question to you. Is this? Is it too soon, or is it? Is it? Is it too soon, or is it a requirement? Mm, that's a great question. Not COVID considered either. Like the right. end of the world's coming, but fuck them zombie bitches. I don't think it's a requirement, but I also don't think it's too soon. I don't think it's too soon. I think. I mean, I'm pretty sure people are anxious to go ahead and get back at it too. Why not just get them while they're ready? Yeah. Like you know, what I'm saying, it's people. I mean, hey, you know why I'm gonna say that though. Because the world's looking all right. <laughs> we over here. Yeah, we can come back right now. You know what I mean? Because yeah. uh, we, we got a little break. Yeah. So we can come back and get this championship a, too. A little break. Hey, but we can come back and get this championship too while everybody all tired trying to trying to, trying to to wrap their ankles up. Yeah, that's when we come back in. You make a good point because not only did like the good teams have to play this BS season in this bubble, wilding, but there's a lot of teams that also, like you said, want to get back to it because they just been chilling too. Like they opted out. And it's tension. You know people like Westbrook and James Harden, they trying to get away from each other. Well, that's a great that's a great segue because what do you think about Westbrook being interested in departing from the Rockets? Like what are your thoughts on that? Cuz and, and the re- the reason why, again, ask a question to interrupt you cuz you wasn't ready, but you was too ready, I didn't like it. <laughs> I feel like I thought when they got together they'd be like, "Hey, we back. Like let's rock. Let's just do this till we retire." Right. Are you surprised? No. Okay. I'm not surprised at all. And I'm going to tell you what. I didn't think it was a good... I didn't think... I never... I thought this dude was trying to be some monster shit. Just trying to throw niggas together to try to be like, hey, nigga, just go ahead. Because y'all, y'all do like how y'all did that one time. Y'all didn't win that one time. No one thought this was a good idea. I, I, I'm just saying, for me personally, I really didn't... Somebody thought it was a good idea because somebody paid these niggas. So somebody thought, nigga, this is a good idea. This shit's going to work. So somebody thought it was a good idea. But this is my idea. Go ahead and let Westbrook go. Westbrook can go somewhere like, honestly, he can go to somewhere like Milwaukee and be doing all right. Right now, and that might give Giannis a reason to want to stay over there. Or you do like you do to every other nigga. Just send that nigga to the Wolves or the Dallas Mavericks. <laughs> or the Nets. That's the, that's, the, that's, the, that's the quintessential Shipping destination for niggas in the NBA you don't want to deal with no more. <laughs> Dallas Mavericks in Minnesota. Yeah. The Cobra is like, Mark Cuban just accept you until you win a championship. We right. just keep taking it because he's like, I got Jason Kidd, Jason Terry, let's run it. It's the time. It's time. We got it. We got it. We got it. But Mark Cuban just bring any. Mark Cuban just be bringing niggas in. You're right. Sit in the Dallas. But Mark Cuban's a businessman and ain't going to take on that $110 million. No, nobody wants that problem. That's, nobody that's wants a lot. That that's, that's the hard problem because he got to buy all them damn shirts and all that gear he got to wear and shit and them glasses. Yeah. So I know he got he to gotta keep the bag. But now I mean, I this, this, this so wow, and he don't he just get a lot of that shit for free. He wears like he construction probably, signs he, he and shit like that. Do. He probably just stealing that shit off the side. Like really, <laughs> <laughs> just going in. I take this. 
That's for my blazer right there. Nah, see, it's different. When you're an NBA player like that, you get you kind of get you get those like uh, I'm the feds because Trump is the president right. and Chick Fil A rights. He just walk up and just give me your give me his vest, but I'm wearing this. Right, right, right. <laughs> and then right, just right. take it off the dude and put it on. I think the issue with Westbrook after just watching him for so long with like a lot of a lot of NBA analysts or even just people that are watching for new teammates is that the way he rocks is that he needs the ball to do what he does. No, I agree he's with a, that. He's an outstanding show. And I think that people know they're going to have to make that sacrifice with him just having the rock that long. But also, the issue is when you got somebody with the rock that long that isn't that good at the three, yeah. the, you, you're messing up your possession time. So, I mean, I do wish him the best. I hope it works out. My question for you is, well, I think, but I, I want to let me say this before you go into your question. Ah, right, finally, I got you. You got me. Check you got me. No, but um, uh, <laughs> no, but but what I do think is they might even move. I, James Harden might want to move though. They, I mean, it's been talks that James Harden might want to go to Philly for for uh for Ben oh, Simmons. Wow. So that's that's been in the air too. I mean, you know what I'm saying. You know what? You know what? What, what I think would be dope. I know you. I know you can't do this, but I feel like. For Ben Simmons' biggest problem of like not shooting the ball, and it's probably not gonna change, right? Because he's highly effective, and sometimes when I'm I'm sorry, highly self-critical. I'm not gonna say he's highly effective, but we're self-critical of things that we know we can do well but don't do. Right. He's not gonna shoot more shots, but it kind of would be dope for him to work with somebody like Harden, where Harden gonna have a rock and only give you the ball when you when it's gonna when it's popping for you or when he's in trouble. Exactly. And that's kind of great for somebody like that. It's like, oh, I'll take it now because he's not gonna pull up. He's not gonna pull up on his own. Well, not well. well it wouldn't be Ben Simmons. It'd be Joel Embiid. Yeah. So it'd yeah. be James Harden and Joel Embiid as a, as a, as, a, as a duel. They can have them both. They wouldn't know because that's that would be the trade. That's the trade, huh? Yeah. You if, tra- if I'm like if I'm James Harden, so you feel like the Rockets should blow it up? I think. I think the Rockets should go ahead and just take this as a loss, dog. Blow the whole thing up. Just let it go, man. I feel like one. I feel like once I pay. So when you suck in the NBA, after getting rid of somebody like that, you finna suck for a long time. And team, and you can you can ask a team that usually doesn't suck that long. Ask the Lakers about it. Right, right, right. So when it comes to them, when it comes to Fertitta getting this team the way he kind of wanted it to be, like we're saying, like. I can't blow it up now, and I owe dude hundred and thirty something million dollars. But you already done. You already done. You already done fired your coach. Yeah. So I mean, now you got to get that. I mean, I know that coaching ain't, ain't hard to find. I know it's really about. It's that. hard as shit to find. What you talking about? I mean, about? I, I don't. I want to say like when it comes to like if you already, I'm saying if you already got the talent, then coaching ain't really that hard to find. Ask the Clippers. Well, they they had the same coach for a while. Yeah, so when they was building that that dope team, like getting it together, they got Doc Nobody Rivers. wanted to work for Donald Sterling, though. Yeah, and they got rid. Then they got rid of him. And yeah, Balmer they had to figure. And, they had to figure him out, like uh, you know, Dale, right. Dale Balmer came in and took over the team. Then gave Doc Rivers more responsibility. Made him the GM. Right. Doc Rivers has coached every variation of the Clippers possible. <laughs> He's had every big man, every slasher, every great guard, every white boy with wet, every veteran with a chip, every veteran that ain't never had a chip. All the talent in the world. Coaching's hard to find, dog. Okay, and, and and okay, so then even so, you might as well just let it go and get a good, get a good coach over. Blow there. it up. Blow it up. I and mean, then suck for a while. I mean, draft know, pick? But look, look, it's better than keep getting there and just not getting through. I think you gotta hold on to hard until you can get a dope trade from a desperate team that wants to sell tickets. Because I don't think I'm. I'm not even thinking. I'm not even. So so for you, you thinking bigger than me. I'm small mind thinking. I'm thinking that's for Harden. Harden should leave. Oh, okay. That, okay, let's that's let's go back to that. Do you so Harden is playing where he wants to play, having a great time, and his contract pays him so much bread in the state 
where there's I know no, he loves you. There's no state know, income. But back. I'm saying if he wants to ship though, he wants to ship. He gotta go somewhere else. He's he's uh I think that he's not. I don't th- think they're gonna bring. I don't think they're gonna. I man, I don't know what it is, man. But he needs to get with a closer. He gotta get with a closer. He not the closer. You ain't the man, dog. So I think I think what he I think that what he needs you is ain't the man. I, I I I don't necessarily think that it's. I don't think it's a closing question with Harden. I think that they just need somebody that has more, not more buckets, but can get buckets just as well as he can, kind of almost. And what I mean by that is this. They'd be like, Harden, Harden be gassed in the playoffs. He can't close the playoff. It's, it's not, this isn't some Harrison Barnes shit. Harden plays his balls off every he does. game. So it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not like a, it's not a closing, it's not a closing thing. He'd just be tired. He'd be tired. Literally. No, that's what I'm saying. He needs somebody to help him close. And that's what they thought they were getting with Westbrook. It was like, okay, look, we got somebody that. Nobody thought that. We didn't. Nobody thought that Westbrook was a closer. Nobody did. You, well, the you're, you're disrespecting someone's, you're disrespecting someone's I'm, intelligence. I'm not. Because you know why? Because they picked that team. They put that shit together. I didn't have nothing to do with it. If it was me and I was in the room and they said, Liddell, what do you think? I would have said, I don't think it's going to work. Don't do it. And they would have still overlooked my whole little thing. Like, you don't know what he's talking about. He don't know shit. And that's what I would have looked at me. But I would have said it. Somebody <laughs> else didn't say that shit. Somebody else let that shit ride. And then they knew exactly what was going to happen. Niggas got frustrated. Westbrook can only take so much shit. He can't take too much shit. Niggas didn't give me the ball. <laughs> he always has the ball. <laughs> Can't take he the always shit. has the ball. Can't take the shit, nah, nigga. My my my. I'm West Brook, nigga. <laughs> let me let me ask you this. They ain't coming to see you, Otis. <laughs> ain't no, ain't nobody coming to see you, Harden. They're literally coming here to see me. Literally. My question for you is this: on a scale of one to ten, one being ten being s- surprised, one being not surprised. How surprised would you be if the Warriors won the 2021 chip? I would not be surprised. A one. I would be one. I would Word? not be one. I would not be surprised. Okay, so okay, how happy would you be? I would be extremely happy. I'll be eleven because I. I mean, yes, I want to see my guys win, but I wouldn't be surprised because of the fact I know we can do it. See, it's a lot of other hating ass niggas out there who gonna hate. Oh, niggas, oh no, because LeBron got his trophy. Y'all gotta remember, we was the problem for LeBron. We was a problem. We that upset that that always that that's the reason why LeBron have been there like nine times. You know what I'm saying? Only walking away with like four. Because of us. You know what I mean? We a problem. Only four. Only four. Only four championships. Only four. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> nah, I ain't hate on LeBron. I got much love for LeBron. Only I, four. I ain't got, nah, he definitely, you know, it, it definitely works. But no, I'm saying he should be getting more. But we're, we're a problem. And I feel like people know that. And I know that when we come back in, but we got the best backcourt in the NBA. Probably in history, bro. Honestly. When it comes down to the range, to the way that we're able to work, and I think Clay's about to come back phenomenal. I think Curry is already phenomenal, and I think he's going to just he. They want to play, bro. They've been they got to sit back. It's like this, right? It's like for a year, if something happened where you could not go on a performance, that for some reason you wrote hella jokes and you couldn't go, right? But then you knew that shit was going to come back the next year. How ready are you going to be? 
Are you really asking me? I'm really asking you. I mean, material-wise, it'd be great. But pra- in practice, not very good. Like, I probably, to, to, to go into your analogy within basketball, I probably wouldn't have the wind to quite the way where it needs to be. You don't need these fools to be practicing? Game, game, you as someone that hoops to death, you know that, like, game, game speed game, is a lot different than practice different, But speed. I'm saying, yeah. they... I mean, they still play. They still probably get. They still probably doing the, the scrimmage. I mean, I, I completely agree with you when it comes to Clay Thompson's injury and Steph Curry, like Steph Curry's hand being broken a year ago. Like, I think that that's outstanding. Do we still have Wiggins, or was he lost in a trade? Is Wiggins? Do we have Wiggins? We still got Wiggins. We still have Wiggins, still and Wiggins. I, I'm excited when it comes to excitement about. It, I'm excited to see Wiggins because he. It seems like he's always had super high expectations. So with us, it seems like he he's going to be what Harrison kinda, Barnes was supposed to be. I'm kind of low key. Low-key excited about him, if you will. Bro, my question to you is, for these people out here, do you have a listen of the week for these people on the block today? I do. You know I got a listen of the week, man. That's what I come with, man. There's always a listen of the week. And this listen of the week, man, is ready or not, here I come. Wow. You can't hide, hide, hide. I'm going to find you and take Get slow. Y'all know what I'm talking about, man. We're going to go back for y'all, man, to the Fugees, man. I want y'all to go check that out, man. That's on the album, The Score. Come on, man. Y'all know Lauren Hill. I mean, yes, Lauren Hill gave some motherfucking great bars on that shit. Wyclef is amazing. So, man, I just want y'all to go check that out, man. I want y'all to go listen to that. Go get you an eargasm, as my man Rolex would say. Yeah, man, go enjoy that. Let me let me give you let me uh, go a little bit deeper for you since you're the music connoisseur. Uh, if you would enlighten me, why'd you pick that song this week? I po- I picked that song because of a lot of different reasons. Because ready or not, Trump gonna come and give this battle back. But ready or not, he's still gonna lose that shit. <laughs> ready or not, the NBA is coming. And ready or not, your ass about to be locked up in COVID. So, I mean, hey, it's some real shit. So, man, ready or not, man, but just get cozy, man. And, hey, man, and keep tuning in. That's, that's all I tell you to do. Hey, man, you know what I'm saying? Hey. That's what's up. I think. Stay woke so you ain't got to get woken up. You know what I'm Sounds know? perfect. Sounds perfect. Do you have a listener of the week for these people? Hey, I do have a listener of the week, man. I'm going to go ahead and get this listener of the week. I want to give it to Miss Kelsey Williams. I'm going to give it to you, man. You know, um, I'm going to give you that one because you're my friend. And also because you've been uh, hooking us up with food. And you've been giving me some great... And you've been giving me some great podcast ideas that I've been running by Rolex and he's been signing off on them. So I just want to thank you so much for listening and for being a good fan and uh, keeping me on top of my shit. Giving me that woman appeal. You know, we we need that because we black owned out here. Black man on, you know, protect black men. But yeah, that's it for me. We appreciate y'all having your ears play as close like butter play toast. Per usual, you could be anywhere in the world right now, but you're here with us and we appreciate that. Hey, man, and if you made it this far, man, I really, really, really fuck with you. And uh, if this is your first time listening, man, cue the music. Apprehend. 
error of application, the robots are men, error of conversations, even if arguing, we rough around the edges, even when dropping gems, it's uncut, it's uncut, yeah, it's that mixtape man, uncut gems mixtape, shout out to the homies man, Free the homies, man.